Welcome to Marriage Monday with Jeremiah and Savannah Jennings. The Jennings own Growing Green Landscapes and are very happily married. In this podcast, Jeremiah and Savannah discuss the wins, losses, good times, bad times, and everything in between pertaining to owning a business while maintaining a healthy marriage along the way. We hope you enjoy the show. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings. Joined along with us today is Miss Savannah for our Marriage Monday episode number six. I think. Yeah, I think so. Are you excited? Six. Yeah. This is going to be pretty fun. Uh, we're going to go through some things today, just some a few key points that I think are valuable and can help you when it comes to running a business and being married at the same time. So. If you hear some extra breathing in the background, that is Savannah oh because Savannah gosh. is 32 weeks pregnant you don't have now. To let, you don't have to say anything about it. it you're going to hear it. Trust me. There's Probably no, just pass there's out no, by the end of this. There's no hiding Trying to it. hold my breath. She's trying to hold her breath, but uh, that's not going to happen. So I, mean, I can't <laughs> hit the mute button literally every time. But it's hard to breathe quietly as a 32-week pregnant human being because you have yeah. – uh, How big is he now? Coming on four uh, pounds. He's over yeah. four pounds by now probably. Probably about four pounds pressing – yeah, lungs. So you know. Yep. So it, it adds work. a it adds a little bit of a challenge to breathing. So <laughs> if you hear anything in the background, that's what it is. But I uh, hope you're enjoying these Monday episodes. This has been a fun new thing that we've been doing here the last, like I said, little over a month now. Um, and it's something that I've I thought about for a while before we did it. And I think it's something that I wish we had more than we do. And uh, I'm looking forward to the value that it brings. Hopefully, somebody out there and maybe somebody else will start doing it down the road you never know we, i would love to hear three or four or five of these podcasts out so i could uh get brain food from them and, and we could grow our marriages as well so uh if you're new to the show thanks for tuning in it's jeremiah and savannah we are a young married couple in alabama that run a lawn maintenance company growing landscapes you can find us on instagram and there's a whole over 100 episodes here on the podcast you can go back and listen to our story but what we wanted to talk about today is uh, five secrets for maintaining a successful business and a marriage. And they're not really secrets. They're just principles that everyone should be doing and implementing in their lives because in their marriages and their businesses, just so in their lives in general. But it's things that sometimes get looked over and they don't get really talked about a lot. They don't get, um, the points don't get really hit on enough. And uh, so I found this, it was just an article that I was reading on the internet, and we're just going to take some from, from some of these points today. Yeah, can't really take credit for all this. It's just good stuff that we agree with. Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. No, we don't take uh, uh, we don't take 100% credit for this. We're just going to do our own little ad-lib in here and, and use some of the key points. It's from entrepreneur.com um, if you want to go look at it. But what it is, uh, so I mean, you just like I said, we've got a few points here we're going to go through. Point number one is, is establish long-term vision for life, not just your business. That's something that, uh, honestly, we both struggle with, I feel like. Yeah, like, I, I think that that's really important. I think it's really easy as, as business owners when you sit down and talk about your visions and goals for them to be centered around the business and that be kind of what you talk about. But it's important for us as, you know, a married couple, as husband and wife, to think about what our goals and what our vision is for our life together, not, you know, outside of the business because... Whether or not we have the business in 20 years, we're going to be married. So yeah. we need to have visions and plans and, and things that we have for us, not just for the business. 100%. And, I mean, I, if I'm being honest, like, 
I gotta stop saying 100%. I gotta get better at that. That's like <laughs> my, my go to reply. I've got to, every time I say it, I think of it. And that is not excellence in broadcasting, as Paul Jamison would say. But one thing that um, I think that hits me home for me, because I'm not really, like, I try to be. I try to be a vision caster and a dreamer. and But that's not really me. Like, it's it, yeah. deep down into it, I, I can't put on that facade. Like, that's not, it's not who I am. I'm just yeah. not that good at it. Some people are. Uh, we know Brian and Liz. I, I think about them and their vision board and all yeah. their stuff, and that's just not. And I they're don't know. great at it. They're very good at it, and that's good. I mean, I, and it's something that I want to be better at. Like I'm, I'm trying to be better about it because I think some of the reasons that they're so successful and why their lives have changed so much in the past five years is because of the dreams and goals and visions they set for themselves and their family. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we need to get better at now. Yeah. Um, because, like I said, I mean, we got Jack coming in two months. Uh, then what are, what are we vision casting or, or goal casting for when he's five years old, right. five years down the road? Well, I think it's easy. You know, we obviously want to be better at that and, and having visions and dreams. and But also you kind of get into this like whirlwind of like stage in life where you're kind of just not necessarily surviving, but keeping your head above water and just trying to kind of keep up. And so you feel like you're doing good to just do that. And so it's like you don't even feel like you have time for yeah. these visions and dreams. So you're kind of just trying to keep up with where you're at right now and enjoy that. Because I'm a big, um, really just trying to enjoy what I have in the moment. Like I'm a very sentimental person as far as I realize that, you know, where we're at right now won't be the way it is forever. So I yeah. really am one of those people that tries to just soak in the point in life that we are in. And sometimes I feel like dreaming and and visions and all you know like having those things can sometimes take away so i think it's it can be there's a balance in it i think for sure yeah and it can be scary to look so far out like it can be scary to look 10 years down the road or 15 years down the road because we don't know where we'll be right but you need to set some plan in place to try to get to somewhere where you want to be yeah and that's something that we're just we're having to work with because a lot of our friends are in the same stage of life that we're in and we're, we're getting into having kids and like we're getting such a crucial point in life now where yeah. if, like we need to be setting our kids futures mm-hmm. not just our own right like in, in 20 years 30 years and, and that's the thing so in five years we want to be in a certain place in seven years we want to be in a certain place in three years we want to be in a certain place but we got to look towards the 30 and the 40 year marks when our grand like when our kids are having kids what legacy are they going to have to look up to yeah and what what kinda, have we built? Yeah. What kind of life do we want to live and like show we have our to, kids? We have to decide where we where we want to be, and then what are we going to do to get there? Right. Like we we because if we don't determine that plan for thirty five years from now, now oh, we'll wake then up we're going to be here exactly, and, and, and we're we not going to have done anything show for it. Yeah. So that's something I think, especially all you young guys out there that are married or getting engaged or or whatever, that you're you're in that point of life like. Don't get so caught up in the moment that you don't look down the road. Yeah. But also, don't spend so much time looking down the road exactly, that you because let we're not this guaranteed stage of that time pass you by. Yeah. yeah we're, we're not guaranteed that time. The rapture could happen tomorrow and we could be out of here. We could yeah. be out of here before this podcast goes live. Like, you, you never know. Right. But the, if, the thing is, is, like, you still have to put a plan in place. Like, it's like people plan for retirement. People plan for um, all the things in life that happen when you get older. They plan for disease and being sick and... Whatever it is, people have a plan for it. So yeah. um, you want to you want to make sure that you don't just live your life and run your business day to day. And this kind of transitions into the next point where we were going is 
Um, what it, what does it mean to run your business, not just own? I mean, what does it mean to own your business, not just run your business? Because yeah. that's something that we were ta- that you were talking about. Like you get caught up in this whirlwind of just going day by day, trying to keep the business running every mm-hmm. day. You don't get out of it and and set up your business to run without you. And yeah. so going back to your vision for the future, like our vision for the future, I think with each other is we want to travel. We've already made that pretty clear. Like yeah. I want to have the freedom to travel whenever and wherever I want to essentially yeah. is where I would like to be. And we have to put steps in place to get us there. So reverting back to one travel is where we want to be. And that's something else in this article, the people that wrote this, uh, they've been married for, I think 25 years. They've run a business for 15, I think. And they want to travel with their kids one day. And that's something that I, I want to do. I think a lot of people out there want to do, but the matter of the fact is that you can't do that if your business, if you're still running your business every single day. Yeah. If you're not just owning it. And it's something that I have to really look at and really think about every single day because I am still in the point where I'm running my business. I, I have not delegated enough to be totally just an owner. And, and it's not saying it's a bad thing if you're out in the field still. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, especially for a lot of people I feel like are listening or maybe newer in business and so don't you don't want to also give the expectation that you know two years in you're going to be top dog and not in it every day because that's just not realistic either I feel like yeah no it's not it's not you have to put the time in you have to put the work and the effort in but early on in your business I think you do need to set up like you need to set up these goals of where you want to be in 30 years and in order to get to those goals you have to run your business I mean you have to own your business Uh, Well, I think it just kind of ties into one, which is make that a vision for your life. You know, well, that it's for both business and your life to be able to own your business and not run it every single day. So decide that now, figure out what you need to do to make it happen and start working on it. And that's probably going to mean running your business for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I know it does. It does. And, but some ways that you can do that is by strong planning and resource allocation. That's something that I that I read from this. It was like, man, that's really good because strong planning. What do we just talk about? Planning for the future. Planning. So planning and and being prepared is something that it just it goes along with your business, it goes along with your life. Everybody does it. You need to do it. And so strong planning and allocation uh, make it a lot easier. Higher qualified staff to take positions that you don't need to be doing like Mm -hmm. if i don't need to be doing estimates then hire somebody to come on and do an estimate or if i don't need to be doing invoicing hire somebody to come on and do invoicing part-time as an office as a uh, office worker or anything and something on a small scale that we have done is we hired a bookkeeper like that's something that i don't need to be doing every single night uh it's not something I, i need to be spending my time on it's not something i want to be spending my time on especially once jack gets here in the evenings i don't want to have to come home and do yeah. bookkeeping i want to be able to play with him and and spend time together so that's a small step in the long-term plan of getting a business to the point where it runs without me there yeah and when just you know knowing the quality and importance of your time and what do you need to what do you as the business owner and you as a person running the business need to be focusing your time on and not that every aspect isn't important but there are definitely things that you know, you as the owner need to spend more time on than other things, I think, that are easier to delegate. Yeah, and no, that you, you need, need to be to. doing, in, like, you need to be doing income-producing activities that right. only you can do. Yes. 
I don't need to be. I mean, this is something that sounds like top down, but it's really not. Like this is the way a high level CEO thinks is. I shouldn't be changing the oil in my mowers. I should not be washing the trucks. I shouldn't be changing the blades or sharpening the blades or changing the belts. Well, and it's not even that you shouldn't. It's that you're the only one that can be doing certain things. So you need to focus on those things. Yes, anybody. And doing what you do well. Anybody can. Anybody can change blades. And that's yeah. something that I still have to work on. Like, But it goes back to like when you're and when we're in this point, like that we're at right now, of trying to hire a good foreman and, and really step out of the business more. You have to set clear expectations in the beginning of this is your role, this is what you're going to be doing, and make sure they're qualified for that and that they Mm -hmm. want to do it. Because you don't want to hire somebody that doesn't want to be there first off. And then you don't want to hire somebody who uh, thought they were going to be doing something else, but then you try to throw more stuff on them. So if you tell them they're coming on to go mow grass every day, but then you say, yeah, you got to come in early 30 minutes and stay 30 minutes late because of all the stuff that has to be done, then that's that. So. You know, it's just one of those things that, um, I don't know, it's it's tough. There's a lot of things involved with running the business and growing the business. Um, you have to just, like I said, set set good expectations for the employees that you hire. Yeah. And, and in those, trust them. Right. You can't get caught up in that. And, and I'm preaching to the choir here because I'm the world's worst about this. Of I'll have to, there's times I just have to like sit back and let them make the mistake. Because I know that I could do it better and faster. But I have to stop because if, if I ever want to get out of the business, I've got to let the employees do it. So I have to learn. Yeah. Yep. That's uh, man. That's that's good stuff. The points one and two there are, uh, well, that's pretty good. Okay. So for number three, I think it's a really good one as well. A lot of these are pretty good, but uh, three is one that's very beneficial, I think, and it will can help everybody out there. So it says, especially those of you that are working in the business uh, together. So like for me and Savannah, we don't work in the business together, really. She has her own career as a nurse and I uh, run the business pretty pretty much solely myself. She helps some, but... Um, Not really. I mean, if we're being totally yeah, honest. Yeah. I pretty much run the business myself. But uh, one of the, the point number three here is um, know your lane and stay in it. And yeah. that's something that I think... Ah, I think that could be some really. I think that could cause some really big problems. Uh, I could see that causing I think problems. That's like a tough love type yeah. thing. Yeah, you know, something kind of hard to chew on, but you need to hear it. Yeah, I mean, because you're cert- you're both good at certain things, and you don't mm-hmm. need to try to overlap at something that you're not good at. Yeah, that's something that I think is very very true. Because like if we were, so say Savannah does get into business one day full time, and I and again that's the goal is for her to not have to work as a nurse all the time, um, but. It, I think one of one example for us would be, she doesn't need to be in the in the vision dream casting category. Like I, I've already said, I'm not that good at it, yeah. but I'm a lot better at it than Savannah is when mm-hmm. it comes to like taking the risk to get to somewhere where we want to be. Yeah, and that's something we were just even talking about today. What we were talking about? Oh, sponsors on the podcast. We were talking about a company that I wanted to sponsor <laughs> the podcast one day. Yeah, and uh, she was like, she just like laughed it off, and I was like, it, it obviously it was a, I mean, it's a massive multi million dollar company, but. Um, it can happen. You never know where it's going to, I mean, where, what's going to happen. Hard work's going to pay off, but it's just one of those things that that's, that would be my, more my category. What do you think your category would be that I need to stay out of your way? Oh gosh. I don't know. I feel like that was just more of a, like, um, just like knowing your lane and staying in it as far as, uh, and I, I feel like it applies a little more to us right now, m- like in me not really being in the business because we talk about how 
important it is to communicate, even though I'm not in the business every day, you know, about finances and things like that. But I, I genuinely think this is more of a point for me. Like, I need to hear that. Like, I need to know that, you know, I need to stay in my lane a little bit more as far as not questioning you and, and like, trying to help you make those decisions when, you know, that's not my lane. That's not my forte. And I don't really know much about it. Um, and I need to kind of focus on the things that I can do to support you so that you can do those things um, and not, you know, try and, and do more than I really know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And it's not to say that your opinion is valued. It's just to say that you're not doing it, like you're not in there every day. So you, you want to give advice on things that you know to talk about. And yeah, a I lot just, of the things in business you don't like it's just one of those things so yeah um, I, I just think it was easier like that's something that we kind of struggled with more in the beginning as far as like me trying to like always know what was going on and in questioning decisions and things like that um but i think that's a really good point is knowing your lane and and staying in it as far as like just not not questioning things that you don't really know much about because yeah. I think that kind of caused some problems for us. Um, but on the flip side, kind of moving along to point number four is not being afraid to disagree. So there are things that I don't know a lot about, but that, you know, it doesn't mean that I can't offer a different perspective on certain things. Yeah. Um, and just a different point of view um, that, you know, mm, well, if you look at it this way, like maybe that's not the best way to do it or, or things like that. So I don't think, you should take that so literally that you don't question your partner or, or like want to talk things over if you don't agree with something that they're doing or a direction that they're taking it. Um, so I just think that's also a good like flip side to that. Yeah, for sure. And it, and one of the things in here that I that I took away is it says when you when you're going over these small things like don't um, that you don't have to completely agree on the small things like the little small arguments that you go over like it's okay to have disagreements there you need to you need to have good disagreements sometime don't run from them like accept them accept both sides and have both sides uh, opinions respected and welcomed you need to be really in tune and in touch uh, on the same page on the big the big areas of the company so like mm-hmm. uh, in in here says capital allocation what are you gonna do with money the capital that you have in your business like that and then the strategic uh areas of like where are you gonna go the vision of the company that is something that you need to be on the same page about mm-hmm. going all the way back to point number one you create a vision for the for your life and your business that is something that you both have to be on the same page about because if, if you don't do that then all these other things are going to fall into line that you're going to start arguments because you're going to want to spend money one way and then you're going to want to spend money the next way because you don't have the same end goal in mind right um so you do need to be on the same page on those big things in the company and and where you're going to be at how the money gets spent things like that uh, but a lot of the little things that, that when you get to the point of where you're growing company, where you have team members and board members or maybe a, an office staff or something like that, then start including them on those conversations as well. And like be open and share those things with your staff because that helps. Uh, it helps them see in, into the business a little more. And, and also, I feel like it would give them an opportunity to give some input and feel a little more respected uh, for, their, for their opinion. People would respect their opinion a lot more. Yeah. Use the owner's mind, and they, it might make them feel more like it's a part of the company, yeah. not just an employee. Yeah. I mean, people enjoy, more so enjoy working for um, something or somebody or towards a goal that they feel like means something. 
So yeah. being transparent about it can help that, encourage yeah. that. Yep, for sure. And then the, the last point here, this is going to be a pretty short episode, but um, the last point here is number five, and, and this one's pretty good because this is one that I see talked about a lot, and it's be okay with the gray. Don't be afraid. Um, or no, that's that's four. Yeah, be okay with the gray. That's the name of, of point number five there. And it's talking about be okay when work and life, uh, family, when family life and work life overlap a little bit because mm-hmm. that's going to happen. And uh, we talk about, so like on this show, we talk about our mentor, role models, whatever you want to call them a lot, like people that we look up to uh, for where we want to be um, in 10 years or 20 years or however long, like people that are older than us that we look up to have bigger companies than us, whatever it may be. The perfect example I think I've heard of this is Caitlin Brittany Allman mm-hmm. because their work and their life right now is very over. It overlaps a lot because they're, they're building their shop. They're still running their business full time and they still have to have a family together, but they always take their kids to the shop. Like they tell their kids why they're doing this. Why, if they have to work late on a Saturday or something like they make sure and tell their kids why. So it almost goes back into the big crazy cycle we talked about on, on the last episode, um, the last Marriage Monday episode last week. Is it, it's a big cycle and it goes all the way back to communication. And if you have to communicate with your kids and tell them why, and you don't want to have a conversation about work every time you go out to a family dinner, mm-hmm. obviously not. You don't want to be talking about work stuff then, like every single time. But if it happens, it happens, and and, and accept it and welcome it, and right. realize like I like I realize right now. We're, we're building a family business and whatever other things we start along the way in the next five years or 10 years, that's, that's for our family. Like one, go back to what is your why? And I feel like a lot of people out there that we ask on the podcast, what is your why? It comes down to their children, their spouses and their family and friends. And, and that's what it in some way, shape or form to influence them, to impact them, to make a better future for them. And so think about that when you're having these conversations, when you're when you're having the debates, when you disagree. Think about all those things and just remember, like, you want to include your family in that because you're building family businesses. And I know some of you might be listening to this and you're serial entrepreneurs and you're just building business to sell them. And that's okay. If, if that's one thing, then you might not want your kids to be involved in every little thing because you're not building a family business for them to take over when they're 25. But I think a lot of you out there listening myself included could see our children taking over the business that you're running when you get to the point where you retire and i don't know that might be the case it might not be the case i I don't know that far out Mm -hmm. but i think it's important along the way that you raise your kids in the business and like i'm saying i i don't know i don't have kids yet so i'm not going to sit and try to give advice a ton of advice on that but i know that even when we go out to dinner we don't totally like we still even though we're on a date we're not going to focus on work. We're, I mean, and, and it's easier for us to say. Like I said, I, this is a lot easier for us because Savannah isn't in the business every single day. But when we go out to eat, there's still times where we talk about work. When I talk about things that we're that we're doing and and mon- how money's going to be spent and things like that. So um, I don't know. What is your take on that? Mine. I, I like yeah. everything they said. Is it, you need to include it as um, it needs to. You need to be open about it. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree as far, you know, and I just think about kind of when Caleb and Brittany would joke about how, you know, they had their date night, but sometimes their date night ended up with them at Home Depot Yeah, and, you know, going over stuff for the shop and, or, you know, things like that. And it just, just because, you know, you want to have that time together. I mean, there definitely, there are times when, you know, 
you want to be able to set it aside for sure. But it's okay if, you know, the it comes up at the dinner table or you overlap. You just don't want it to get to a point where every single time you're you're spending time together or you're supposed to, you know, be on a date or, or whatever, that the business is the focus of the conversation. You know, I think it's important to kind of remember that you're, your business is for your family it shouldn't run your family you know like you Mm, yeah that's good you the business and everything that you do day in and day out is for your family it shouldn't that's your your family yeah like that that's why you do it most of the time yeah for sure so i think i don't know i think that's good stuff Uh, i think those are all good points that you can take and implement and i know we we i'm definitely going to think about these this week and while i'm out working and things like that so um, I don't know. It's like I said. It's not. A, it, this wasn't a crazy in-depth episode, but it was just something that I was reading the article and I was like, "This is good. Let's let's do a podcast on this and go over these, talk about them a little more." So, mm-hmm. if you enjoyed today's episode, do us a solid. Leave us a rating interview. Uh, tell your friends about it. If you have married friends that uh, run businesses together, tell them about the show. Share it on your social media and and let it get out there and, and reach people because. This is going to go outside of the green industry. Like, obviously, we have plans to bring on people who have run uh, engineering companies and build machines and do all kinds of different things that are going to be way outside the green industry. So, if you have any friends like that, um, share it with them and help us grow the show and so we can continue to grow the community one relationship at a time. But I think without any further ado, that's going to wrap this one up. we got a full week ahead. I hope everybody has a great week when you're out mowing and uh, or doing whatever you're doing hardscaping or maybe you're outside of the green industry and you're listening to this show then i really appreciate you tuning in and it means means the world to me that we're growing the show here slowly but surely and uh it's just uh, it's been a fun ride to get to this point when i'm excited to see where we're gonna go so uh, like i said without any further ado that's gonna be it for this one we'll catch up with everybody here on the next episode